I'm Christine Bentley here with Kate Wheeler, and you are listening to What She Said on 105.9 The Region. Today's show is brought to you by Meridian Credit Union. Expecting more for your money? That's wealth esteem. You enjoying the summer? I love the summer. Kate's been sailing, but Kate has a new weapon in her artillery bag (laughs) for looking fabulous in the heat and humidity. Okay, so I had the keratin treatment at at Kearns & Co., the hair salon, um, and it's unbelievable. I'm so jealous. It looks like this soft, straight, silky hair. And the best part about it is it uh, cuts the drying time of your hair in half. And I'm, I'm, I'm sorry you can't see me. We're talking on the radio. But I have not flat ironed my hair at all. No frizz. Um... The humidity is not affecting it. The rain doesn't affect it. You can actually get your hair like wet. I got caught in the rain. And it dries back well, like f- this. It's amazing. The funny thing is, you really do have Brillo pad hair. Now, some people... Thank you. Well, no, but, <laughs> no, but you do in the humidity. Uh, oh, absolutely. And some people, what happens is their hair goes curly and it looks fabulous. Yeah, mine and they goes, might say, oh, I don't like it, but it looks fabulous. It's what you'd pay hundreds of dollars for in a salon. But mine, which has always been... S- pretty straight, mm-hmm. wouldn't hold a curl, has now turned Brillo Patty mm-hmm. too. So mm-hmm. I might consider it. Well, if, anyway, it, you, if wanna... you go down, if anybody goes down to, to Kearns and, and Co. and, and mentioned that you uh, want this treatment and you heard it here, I think we can twist Probably Jason's arm and getting a little discount a little deal, yeah. for you. Because really, it depends on the length of your hair. Because they have to yes. like, cover every strand. So my hair was a little shorter, so it cost me a little less. Yay! Yeah. <laughs> and it did uh, last year. But last for four months. Um, so I like, have it done in July, beginning of July, end of June. Gets me through yep. the whole horrible summer and into fall. Anyway, Don't say horrible summer. No, it's it's yes. I it's know. against our constitution in this country to say horrible summer. <laughs> anyway, that's true. Should we get to our show? Yes. Calling all homeowners and empty nesters who have extra space. Toronto-based startup Space iShare is making the process of offering and sourcing local storage space much more convenient than ever before with the launch of its new online platform. So we're going to be talking to the CEO and founder, Sarah Selhi, today about how it all works. And she founded this after she realized one of her relatives would be spending $12,000 for two years of storage at a traditional self-storage facility. Wow. Wow. We'll also be joined by Crystal Bartelzi, the producer and co-star of Prank, a Toronto Fringe production, which runs from July 6th to the 15th and explores the dangers of desperately seeking fame at any cost and how over-the-top online behavior can be your downfall, Christine. Who knew? <laughs> Film critic Ann Brody has the latest movie and TV reviews in Saturday Night at the Movies and lifestyle expert Lena Almeida is back from Disney World to tell us all about Toy Story Land, which, by the way, just opened. The results are in, and Canadians are crazy for protein-packed bowls. They sure are. The HelloFresh Turkey Burrito Bowl is their top-rated recipe of 2018. We'll be chatting with Corby Sue Newman about why the craze for bowls. Plus, we're giving you 50% off your first HelloFresh family box, and we also have one free family box to give away as well. And closing the show, we have Kurt and Dave from Canada's premier a cappella group, Cadence, in our live studio sessions. Thanks so much for tuning in today. Make sure to follow us on social media at What She Said Talk to join the conversation. Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler will be right back. To contact the show, go to whatshesaidtalk.com. Still being picked on for being picky? Perfect. Meridian's good-to-grow high-interest savings account was made for you. At Meridian, we say, be picky. Order that half-calf, half-sweet, no-foam latte with whip. (sighs) Try on your whole closet until your outfit is outstanding. And accept nothing less than 3% interest for four months when you open your first good-to-grow high-interest savings account. Meridian, expecting more for your money. That's wealth esteem. Terms and conditions apply. This is 105.9 The Region. 
She said with Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler. Calling all homeowners and empty nesters with extra space. Toronto-based startup Space I Share is making the process of offering and sourcing local storage space more convenient than ever before with the launch of its new online platform. Joining us now to tell us how it works is the CEO and the founder, Sarah Selly. Welcome to what she said. Thank you. Really happy to be here. Okay, so Space I Share yes. is Canada's marketplace for storage and parking. Correct. And you founded this, as I understand it, after you realized that one of your relatives was going to be spending $12,000 for yep. two years of storage yes. at a traditional self-storage facility. So That's what right. happened when you found that out? I looked at my empty basement and I thought there has got to be a better way to make this work because spending $12,000 for two years... Um, her stuff was worth maybe $3,000 and yet she was putting it away because she had a future expectation of what to use it for. So I thought about all the families out there that have vacations they'd love to go on. Maybe they want to pay down their mortgage as mortgages are getting so much higher in the city. And $6,000 would have made a great difference for both parties. So I decided that I wanted to build a marketplace where I could match people together. Uh, there's people in the neighborhood that have it people who need it, and self-storage facilities charge so much money, and, and the rates keep going up. And not only that, it's a whole reusable thing, yeah. which means you're not then excavating homes to build exactly. storage units exactly. when you can you can sort mm -hmm. of absorb a lot of that. That's exactly it. It's, let's use a space that we already have out there. I look at these self-storage facilities going up, and I'm a big environmentalist. I love to maintain as many trees around the city as possible, and there's you know, new homes right next door that have empty basements. People have maybe not built it out yet, and this could actually help contribute to their... Well, you, in fact, costs. have pointed out that 50% of working Canadians are maybe within $200 of not being able to pay bills Absolutely. or their debt repayments. Yeah. So renting out the extra space to earn a little bit of additional income, yeah. especially without having the, the hassle of a tenant... That's it. ...would be... Yep. Super attractive. We always say that boxes are so much quieter than tenants, right? So, <laughs> you know, you don't have anyone in the basement knocking on the ceiling. I've experienced that before. And um, yeah, it makes it so much easier for people. So sense. what's the process? So essentially what you'll do is if you have the extra space, you can either call our 1-800 number. We can help you facilitate getting your site um, or your space up on the platform. Otherwise, you go to spaceishare.com. You click add a listing. You easily add a listing. If you have a couple of photos, put that in there. And then um, determine the cost that you want to charge for. We have a calculator. If you are go to calculator.spaceishare.com, we give you an estimate as to how much you might want to charge for your space. Um, put up the space. If you're looking for space, look in the area and connect with them. Okay, I, I've got a little alarm bell going sure. off in my mind because I've had issues. Um, we had rental properties before. Yeah. What about safety? What about insurance? Yes. Who? Yes. How does that work? Those are the biggest questions we get asked and okay, it's certainly good. potential us. flooding. Yeah, absolutely. So <laughs> safe, trusty, uh, trusted environment is really the, the goal that we're, we're going after. So first off, um, when people are storing in your space, you want to make sure that that person is um, somebody who you want to share space with. So you you have um, absolute control to go and look at their boxes if you want to take a look at what they have. Um, you get to dictate the terms, so the price, the house rules, how much they get to access the space. And then on the insurance side, most homeowners don't realize that 80% of home insurance does not cover yes. you sharing that space. Mm -hmm. So being part of the Space I Share community gives you that extra satisfaction to know that you will be covered when you are sharing space so on the you platform. You have we like have a, a comprehensive policy. insurance Correct. policy? Yes. Okay. So is there a questionnaire that goes out to people saying, or do you inspect, or is there any inspection, you know, to make sure that there are no rats and that there's no flooding every spring and... I don't know. We have legal documents. So uh, very specific legal in terms and conditions okay, that okay. ensure that that person who's sharing the space um, both has a safe place where they share it, as well as the people who are sharing their space, what they can and cannot put in that space. Um, because we're not just talking boxes. We, we, your car, parking. It could be a Christine, car. Christine, don't exactly. you have an extra parking spot? Yes, and, and somebody approached me and said, could they rent it there in my go. building? Absolutely. So I said, okay. Absolutely. And so what we do is we also help take care of the payments. So one of the biggest issues that people have is chasing down their renters 
for mm-hmm. checks or you know um, regular payments. So that renter will come onto our platform and each and every month or each and every week, however you want to um, do the, the um, space sharing, they get charged for that specific space. And then we pay the, the money to the host. So um, storage and parking yes. are givens. Yes. But what about events? Now, you're saying that sharing your home, yeah. I mean, very few of us get a knock at the door saying, we, wanna, we want your house for a film, yes. and we'll pay you whatever. It's, it's funny you mention that, because we actually used to offer the event space as well. Um, it used to be one of the categories that we had on our platform, and yeah. we decided that we were going to scale back just a little in the short term, so that we were just looking for the driveways, garages, sheds for now. But the event space is absolutely something that we want to get into. Because ah. think about the people that have the beautiful backyards that potentially could be used for a wedding. Um, we have had people um, contact us because they wanted to do a cooking show. And they're just amateur university students, but we're happy to pay a lower cost than you would if you were a professional company. So event space absolutely could come into, the, into play in the next six months to a year. Is this something that's uh, in the coming up product list? Product roadmap. Yes, Product roadmap. Yes, what else is. is on the product roadmap? Well, um, I don't want to get too much more into it. I don't blame you. We (laughs) do want to use the word space I share as something that would be um, a place where anybody would go to share space and to find space. So it could be in the subletting world where you actually have a a space that you want to share. And once you have the review system, once you have people that are, are giving back and saying, I like this person, this person's trustworthy, we want to create that community of people that are sharing that space. So... Um, think even about fields, um, empty fields where people have tiny homes and RV spaces and right, boats and right. you know, things like that. So, so do your do your uh, the people who offer space and the people who rent space? Is there a rating system so you can eventually over the years build up something where you yes. say, "Wow, this person's mm-hmm. five star yes. all the way." Yes, absolutely. We think it's so important that you can say that you're happy with the space that you rented. Um, we hear from certain people that say, you know, the parking wasn't great or there was an issue here. And it's always good to let everyone else know in the community when you have issues. Is there a way that um, if if I'm, I can just go sort of on, online or onto your site and mm-hmm. figure out what my space might be worth without having to go through? Yes. So um, with our calculator, you're absolutely able to go through and say, this is the size of space. This is where it's located in the home. Um, or in a building, could be a could be a commercial space. And this is um, how much access that person can get. And when you put in your location, then it gives you a number to say, this is how much you could make over the year. So, um, and that's the calculator.spaceishare.com that allows people to see how much their space is worth. And so when you realize that your space could be worth 4,000 a year, you maybe it's worth clearing out that that space Absolutely. for somebody else. Are you going to come out with an app? It seems like such a, like, should be yes. perfect for an app. Yes. Are so you right you? now, <laughs> we have a web app right now. So it is responsive. If you go on your phone, you're able to um, easily navigate. But we do have an iOS and Android coming out a little bit later this summer. And have your relatives forgiven you for allowing them to pay $12,000 and not founding this a little bit earlier? I have to say, I have stored a lot of stuff for my family members already and for friends. I think a lot of us can say that if we have bigger homes, it has been one of those calls we get once in a while. It's just like having a pickup truck. Do you have a truck to move stuff? So yes, I have done it for family in the past. And uh, I'm sure I will continue to do it, but maybe next time I'll try. Well, even I was thinking that uh, my daughter is a finished university now. Yeah. One of the cars were at university. Yeah. We didn't have, we had space in our driveway. That's it. Our garage is chock a block full of yeah. all, all the stuff I haven't put in the garage That's sale right. yet. But yeah. we, do, we did have a driveway space Absolutely. that we could have rented. And you know, there's a lot of people who think, well, I'm living in a suburb. There's no need for somebody to rent my space. But actually, there's probably someone three doors down and they may have three cars and their place only fits two. And um, bylaws are making it more difficult to, to park on the city sidewalks as well. Yes, so, they are. And people are getting tickets. So yes, we are. Anytime, <laughs> we're, we're looking for every empty space that's out there that people could monetize. So definitely. how do people connect with you? So they can call us at 1-844-YOUR-SPACE, which is 977-7223. They can go onto the platform, spaceishare.com, or email us at info at spaceishare.com. Now, also, we're going to be putting this up all across our social media, so you can go to What She Said Talk, and all the links will be in a handy spot for you right there. And I have one really important question I forgot to ask. 
how what's the geography of what you oh, offer yeah. now? Yes. Just just the so GTA? The GTA is where we're really specifically focusing on because it is something very regional. Our plan is to go across Canada later this fall. We are actually going to be on Dragon's Den. <gasps> and so that will give us a real bump up and let everyone across Canada know what we're doing and being able to share space across the entire country. Yeah. That's or the world. Or that's the world. Awesome. Eventually the world. Eventually the going. world. Yeah. Good for you. Thank you. Well, Sarah Selly, thank you so much for joining us today. This is fascinating. Thank you. It was great to be here. Good luck. Appreciate it. Thanks very much. What she said with Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler will be right back. Still being picked on for being picky? Perfect. Meridian's good-to-grow high-interest savings account was made for you. At Meridian, we say be picky. Order that half-calf, half-sweet, no-foam latte with whip. (sighs) Try on your whole closet until your outfit is outstanding. And accept nothing less than 3% interest for four months when you open your first good-to-grow high-interest savings account. Meridian, expecting more for your money. That's wealth esteem. Terms and conditions apply. Escape instantly with Kobo. Discover nearly 6 million ebooks and audiobooks on Kobo.com. Download the free Kobo app and start reading today. It's a world of stories in the palm of your hand. Fashion is everything when it comes to hair, so trust your hair to an artist. Jason Kearns of Kearns & Co. is known across North America for making the hottest high fashion looks work for real people. Jason and his team of expert stylists bring together creativity, vision, and the very latest hair care systems, color, and products to create looks that have heads turning. Your hair is the most important fashion accessory you will ever own. Trust it to the experts. Start today. Visit KearnsandCo.com. This is 105.9 The Region. What she She's powerful, wonderful, honest and lovable. Now back to What She Said with Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler. Have you ever been pranked? Well, joining us now is Crystal Bartelzi, the producer and co-star of Prank, a Toronto Fringe production, and it runs from July 6th to the 15th. It's described as a black comedy loosely based on former YouTube star Daddy of Five, whose extreme pranks led to him losing custody of his children. So on that note, welcome to the show, Crystal. (laughs) Hello. Great to be here. Oh, so, so... Prank explores the dangers of desperately seeking fame at any cost. Yes. And how over-the-top online behavior can be your downfall. Mm -hmm. So tell us more. Uh, Well, basically, uh, so Danny Padgett wrote the play. He's a really um, emerging playwright in Toronto. And uh, he was inspired by this Daddy O5 event. Although the play doesn't really have anything to do with that. We're just technically like the children from these parents who have now grown up um, and 20 years later, sort of the effects of it. So it's two sisters. Mm. The one is trying to bank on this fame from her former, you know, kind of child uh, stardom through Mm -hmm. her parents. And the older sister is trying to kind of warn her about the dangers, you know, Um, which is very obvious for times like this now of how people use social media. And some people take it a little too far at times. Well, I I can... Oh, I can hear people out there going, what did the guy do? So can you tell us yeah, what you know what? It's so Five? It's so funny because Danny actually introduced me to him. He's He's got great knowledge of all these YouTubers. Mm-hmm. Um, and I watched maybe one video and I was so disturbed by it. But basically, um, and it, it was really popular. But the prank I remember is uh, the parents, they dumped invisible ink on their son's carpet, their his bedroom carpet. And then uh, the parents started screaming at him, like, get up here. What have you done? And the kid ran upstairs and they were yelling at him. It was like verbal abuse. It was like child abuse. And they were screaming. It was like it was. Yeah, 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 exactly. And then after when the kid got all distraught and was traumatized, they'd be like, it's just a prank. You know, we can clean this up. No big deal. So really like horrible things. And people loved watching this. But eventually the kids did get taken away um, from their parents because so many people called in or complained about how well, abusive goodness. it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That, that is very disturbing. Yeah, it was I mean, very disturbing. That's not a prank. It's almost like you're looking for an excuse 
to put your kid through hell. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but also, it's not funny. But no, it's not funny. It. But people watch it. But that's what I think. Sometimes people like watching other people's well, pain and tragedy, which is disturbing. But even if you, okay, so let's let's remove the the pain and yeah. the tragedy yeah. out of the, the scenario. I find that a lot of parents, especially of young children really overshare yes. the information. I mean, I, I feel a, a former colleague of ours mm. is constantly posting about her child's bedwetting. Oh, and I'm like, this, that's weird. you know, they're yeah. too young now. And yeah. she's sort of complaining, but, you know, that stuff stays online forever. Well, that's what this really is about, because I know what's going to happen like 10 years, 15 years from now when, mm -hmm. you know, he's going for a job interview and someone can dig that stuff up and go, oh, look at this, what I found, you know? Mm -hmm. So I think it's very dangerous of how much you post. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I agree with that. And I think uh, there are some things, I mean, if they win their little tournament, then wonderful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, because you're trying to you know, bolster their self-esteem. Yeah. Something like bedwetting, which eventually all children yeah. grow out of. Yeah. It's like pe kids not sleeping well or kids, you know, yeah. or kids not yeah. walking at a certain age, you know. Yeah. We all remember having children going to the playground, somebody saying they're not toilet trained yet. And I remember one day saying to somebody, you know what, is there a $10,000 prize? Because if there is, I can get this done in two okay. <laughs> right. Is there a right. race? Is right. this a competition? Like, Hello. Yeah, yeah, I know. it's great. I, I think it's important to ask the kids. I, I don't personally have children, but just to ask them, you know, or wait till they're to, of an age where they understand what they're... Oh, yeah. Believe me, they, there comes an age yeah. where they say, post that and die. Okay. Oh, wow. <laughs> they, they okay. will tell you off. So, okay. so, so you are, yourself, Crystal, yeah. a, you know, a fringe fan favorite. But you say you were immediately drawn to not just the subject matter, mm -hmm. but the way that prank was presented. Um, yeah, so just in a in a nutshell, what happened was um, I usually do solo work. Mm -hmm. I think last time I was here, I was talking about a solo show that I did. Uh, and then it came up, I had a fringe slot, and I just didn't want to pump out another solo show because I'd just come off creating something. Um, so actually, I was looking for a work that already existed. And then I talked to a couple other playwrights who didn't have time to write something for me. Uh, and a good friend of mine, Michael Ross Albert, introduced me to Danny Padgett. Mm -hmm who was looking to write a new show. So that's kind of how we got paired up. Uh, and we met and we got on really well. We're like, let's do this. I'm like, I'll be in the show. You write it. And then uh, Danny had some ideas. We were kind of jamming on some ideas of what the show could be. And I did want it to be two women. Uh, and then he already had this idea for it. And I would just... I just liked it because I think it's so um, of the times right now, like we were just talking about, like the dangers of social mm. media and how far people will take it. Um, and also it's very dark. And as you kind of go through this show and people, I think we don't really know how people are going to react, but you're kind of laughing at it and realizing what you're doing of like, oh, this show is funny, but oh, I'm also laughing at someone else's pain, which I think yeah. we do. So darkly comedic elements aside, yeah. what do you hope people take away um, well, first of all, I just think this is a very entertaining show. It's about 50 minutes. It's very, you know, quick hit. There's like, it's high energy. There's lots going on, a lot of information coming your way. Um, so I think it's very entertaining. But I think also that people, yeah, walk away just thinking a little bit about, you know, how much they mm -hmm. post on social media, the dangers of that. Um, yeah, how much we're obsessed with that. You know, even it's, I always laugh every time I post on Facebook about this show. I'm always like, how many likes did I get? Which is like completely what the message of the show is, right? So I'm, even I notice my own behavior that I'm seeing how much traction posting about mm -hmm. prank gets, right? And it's an all-female show. It is, yeah. It's myself and uh, Sydney Penner. So mm -hmm. it's uh, it's also really nice that it's, you know, it's not about bad relationships or anything. It's kind of about a sisterly relationship. Um, but yeah, we're both the sisters of these former prank parents. And uh, have very different ways of dealing with it. Uh, yeah, and, and so nothing to do with men or bad relationships. No, uh, shocking. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's uh, yeah. It's, so it's, and they're, they're it's the fresh. McCafferty sisters. Yes, the is, McCafferty sisters. Is that yeah. Right. Okay. So can you tell us um, for, for those that aren't too familiar with Fringe yeah. itself. Just tell us a little bit about Fringe. Yeah, so it's a fantastic event. Happens always around this time in Toronto. Um, and there's over, I think, something like 250 shows. And you uh, you apply in the fall, and it is a lottery. So anyone can apply. Oh, anyone really? sends in their application. It's not juried. Uh, so anyone can do whatever. And then the lottery happens in December. And then if you get in, uh, then you're set to do a show. And uh, it's not curated or anything, so no one 
everyone knows what you're doing. Um, there's deadlines along the way of what you have to submit, but there's everything. There's storytelling, poetry, comedy, drama. There's circus. Um, really, for $11, you can go and see anything. Um, and a lot of shows really emerge out of the fringe. They go on to have life after the fringe, and some are just sort of a one-time thing. And there's such a mix of stuff. There's great stuff. There's stuff that isn't as successful, but, you know, you can't go wrong. You can kind of walk into any theater and go, what am I going to see? And you mm-hmm. pleasantly surprised. How many years has this been going on? That is a great question. Uh, for Toronto, I think I should know this, but I don't. Um, we but just the, love putting people off. I know, I know. But I know but, sorry about that. But, like, it's because I yeah. feel like I've heard about Oh, I, I think I, I'm going to say at least, like, I'm going to say at least 40 years, yes, if not longer. Exactly. But the original one was in Edinburgh, in Scotland. Oh. Yes. And um, so that one started. So the fringes actually happens all around the world. In Edinburgh, it's the largest one. And then in Canada, you can actually uh, tour across Canada. So every, oh. yeah, so I, I was a touring artist for years. So after Toronto, then you would go to Winnipeg and then you do Calgary and Edmonton. So you can start mm-hmm. in May in one city and go all the way across Canada till like the end of September where you uh, end up in Vancouver. So there's fringe festivals in so many cities across Canada and the U.S., um, but yeah, Edinburgh being the largest one. So how many different shows would be put on in the, like say how many in Toronto? Oh, in Toronto, I think there's like over 200 shows. So there's quite, yeah, there's a lot to choose from. Yeah. Excellent. Well, you can find out what happens to the famous, or should we say, Infamous <laughs> McCafferty Sisters in Prank. It runs at uh, Tarragon Theatre's Extra Space um, until July 15th. Yeah. Right? Um, and that is 30 Bridgman Avenue. It's in Toronto. Tickets, as Crystal said, are $11 at the door. Or if you want to be sure, you can go online to fringetoronto.com. So, uh, Crystal Bartelzi. Best of luck. Yeah, with thank the show. you. Super it excited. Like it's so it's going to be. Um, yeah, yeah, we're fabulous. really excited. And, and and don't let yourself get pranked. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Well, right. I was just going to say, I can't wait till you come back next. Time. I know. <laughs> you're now a you're now a show favorite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's great to be here. Thanks so much for having me. What She Said with Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler will be right back. Still being picked on for being picky? Perfect. Meridian's good-to-grow high-interest savings account was made for you. At Meridian, we say be picky. Order that half-calf, half-sweet, no-foam latte with whip. Try on your whole closet until your outfit is outstanding. And accept nothing less than 3% interest for four months when you open your first good-to-grow high-interest savings account. Meridian, expecting more for your money. That's wealth esteem. Terms and conditions apply. Escape instantly with Kobo. Discover nearly 6 million ebooks and audiobooks on Kobo.com. Download the free Kobo app and start reading today. It's a world of stories in the palm of your hand. This is 1059 The Region. What she Now back to what she said with Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler. Well, Saturday night at eight o'clock, I know where I'm gonna go. I'm gonna pick my baby up and take her to the picture show. Joining us now for Saturday Night at the Movies is our film critic, Anne Brody. And today we are starting off, Annie, with Leave No Trace. This is a spectacular film. A very small uh, indie film about a father and son. They're homeless. He's a war veteran, apparently with PTSD. So they, they set up camp in an urban park in Portland. And they live this way quite well for a long time. He schools her. And, of course, they go through the drills if anyone should show up and see them. Mm-hmm. that they have to get right away, and she, they're good at it. So one day she's seen, and it changes everything. They're hauled in and put through psychological testing and housed and expected to go to church and be normal and go to birthday parties and stuff. And she wants it, but he he has this uh, mental, this phobia of being found, being discovered somehow, Um so he, he makes a runaway again. They wind up, they nearly lose their lives in the woods when they run away up north. 
Uh, and then they just discuss, she says to him, I don't have what you have. Um, and that's when she saves herself. But honest to God, this is a great film. This name stars? Who's in it? Ben Foster, who I think is a great star, but he doesn't have big name appeal. And a newcomer, Thomasin McKenzie, she's incredible. What a little star. Oh, you've wow. got Lookout Oscar on your yeah, notes here. You really like that. I hope people remember it by then. It is so powerful, so unique. And when you're in the woods, you are in the woods. You feel it. You smell it. Very well done. Just incredible performances. Okay, and if you missed the name off the top, that's Leave No Trace. And Annie's highly recommending it, which... Which she doesn't often do. No. <laughs> we can tell by the look on your face. So, okay, let's like, brace oh. ourselves, Kate. Boundaries. Okay. Oh, there's All the right. look. There's the look. <laughs> it's about Christopher Plummer and, and Vera Farmiga. This is the tragedy of it. And John Cannavale and Christopher Lloyd. Oh, my God. And yeah. you're saying it's and what like, happened? no so good. No so good. It's about <laughs> Christopher Plummer's being kicked out of his old age home. And no wonder because he's a, he's a total jerk. He doesn't get along with his daughter, uh, played by Vera Farmiga, and so she decides to send him to her sister, which means driving cross country. Turns out it was a ruse because he's a dope dealer and he had to drop off dope across the country. So <laughs> he's brought her out under false pretenses. Very smart from Noel Guy in yeah, a no senior's kidding. home, don't he you think? He is very sly Wiley. and foxy. <laughs> Riley, like, yes. And yet it just doesn't work. <clears throat> it's awful. It's bloody awful. I mean, one of the lines he says is, you know, that vibe of yours will even keep away the pedophiles. I mean, what kind of language is that for a film nowadays yeah. or any time? Okay. Um, badly written. Badly acted, a waste of these stellar well, let, talents. Well, let's not waste any more time on it mm -hmm. then. Let's talk about Always at the Carlisle, which is a documentary on the, on the fabled New York hotel, right? It's a documentary, and every single staff person you come across says, well, we don't talk about it. Our policy is not to talk about who stays here and what happens. And, of course, through the course of the film, they all <laughs> spill. <laughs> every name oh. that you can think of has stayed there. And they interview a lot of really big names, too, including George Clooney. That's his hotel of choice. Uh, but at the Carlisle was the most historic elevator ride in history with Princess Diana, Michael Jackson, and Steve Jobs, if you can imagine. Mm -hmm. But, uh, yeah, so it's a very old-fashioned hotel, very dignified, elegant, wonderful. Something that uh, <clears throat> Donald Trump couldn't Donald appreciate. Donald Trump said, this hotel's a joke. <laughs> Oh, well. We have oh, well. Must be great. <laughs> <laughs> what about uh, Harlots? Yeah. <laughs> it, this is a good... That's a Hulu drop. show, right? That's a Hulu, Hulu show. yeah. Yeah. And it's... Uh, oh, it's also on Showcase okay. in Canada. But it, it's set in a, a body house in London in the 1700s. And so it's about the commercial warfare between that bod and another bod. One run by Leslie Manville, who you might remember as a sister in mm. The Phantom Thread, and the other by uh, Samantha Morton. And they're at war, but they've got all these incredible marketing things in place and rewards. It's just <laughs> incredible how businesslike they are. But it's just so much fun. And Wicked. Liv Tyler shows up as well? As an American, as a socialite who wants to, you know, what's mm -hmm. those term? Go underground? You know, see the see the seedy side of life. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, slumming, slumming. Let's go slumming. slumming. Yeah, Irving Berlin <laughs> did that. Okay. Was yes, that indeed. Cole Porter? I don't know. It was one of them. We'll have to check with Eric <laughs> I'm Alper. Impressed. Um, PBS has launched a pretty exciting new six-part food series. Uh, hosted by superstar international chef Marcus Samuelson. No passport required. Yeah. Do you know him? He he was born in Italy, raised in Norway. He's Ethiopian descent, and he's a superstar in the States. Um, but, uh, you know, I don't think he's done a food channel because he's, he's a food channel show. I just don't think that's his thing. It's, he's, he has a very intellectual approach to food. And um, God knows that doesn't belong on reality TV. But, uh, yeah, so it takes us to six American cities in which he interviews and cooks with um, immigrant families like uh, Ugandans in Atlanta, say. But it's it's really good stuff. And it's unusual for PBS to have a food show. So it's... Okay. Go see it. And 
Who doesn't love Tom Hanks? Hanks Fest. I know. I know <laughs> we don't have time to get into it now, but they can go to what she said talk.com and see your blog, which has all kinds of extras every single weekend. Thank you. Connect with Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler at whatshesaidtalk.com. How would you like to shrink to the size of a toy? Uh, I would like to do that right now. (laughs) (laughs) And explore Andy's backyard in Toy Story Land. Our lifestyle expert, Lena Almeida, was recently at Walt Disney World for the opening of the much-anticipated Toy Story Land at Disney's Hollywood Studios. And she is here with the whole scoop. I've got all the scoop on Toy Story Land. It was incredible. I imagine. Oh, my kids were in heaven. I was in heaven, and that's what I love about it. It kind of hits multiple generations. So, you know, I have memories of watching Toy Story growing up, and of course my kids are huge fans of all three of -hmm. of the movies in the franchise. So it was just incredible. So the big news is Toy Story Land is now open at Walt Disney World Resort, and it is inspired by Pixar Animation Studios' Toy Story films, and the guests are turned into honorary toys, and you just get to play big in the park, which has been imagined to feel like Andy's backyard. So when you walk in there, you really do feel that you're the size of a toy, and you're just... Everything's like Everything is huge. (laughs) Yes. Wow. Wow. Uh, So um, I'm trying to think of some of the games. I mean, it was like... When they're in in the in the store and going yes. through all the things and everything is just massive. I mean, there's Tinker Toys, what yo-yos, yeah, building blocks. There's a life-sized Jenga, which is oh my, my personal favorite. Oh. It's amazing. No, the Jenga Tower is is a sight to see. But I know you really want to hear about the ride. Yes, well, we do. <laughs> I, I do. Chris, yes. Christine is a nervous rider. Well, I'm, well, I'm, oh. No, you have to understand that I have a fear of heights. So okay. if I'm on a six-foot ladder, I'm not in my element. I'm already nervous, <laughs> but... Um, you know, I love the idea of them. Of course. Yeah. So I'm going to tell you about Slinky Dog Dash. Maybe, Kate, this would be the ride for you. Okay. Um, Christine, you'd be taking photos of all your <laughs> Or maybe I'd be in the back seat. Uh, actually. Not looking. You know what? If you are afraid of heights or afraid of drops, sitting in the front is actually is it it's better? a little bit better on the tummy. That's a tip. Oh. Yeah, you want to be at the very front. But anyway, Slinky Dog Dash lets the riders zip around the entire park. So you're getting a bird's eye view of everything, of, of everything in Toy Story Land. And I think it's amazing. It actually, in a first for a Disney coaster, it also features a second launch at its midpoint. Now, I always come on here and say I don't want to give too much away, knowing, of course, you could just YouTube, you know, yeah. the ride right now. But it's it's pretty incredible. So there's, um, it's fast. There are small drops. It's incredibly smooth. And the views are unbeatable. And it's it's great for the entire family. Really? Yeah. Height requirement is? 38 inches. Okay. So well, even the little ones. Yeah, That's the littles are getting on too. So would you recommend that maybe that would be the first thing that you would do so that you can sort of have a look at what what yeah. all there is? 100%. On yeah. Because you're probably not going to get through the whole thing in a day. Maybe you are. Um, you know what? It's, can you? It is doable in a day. But I do recommend, as you said, take on Slinky Dog Dash first because you'll get a lay of the land. Yeah. And then we're, decide where you want to go yeah. to next, which may be Alien Swirling Saucers. And do you remember the aliens from Toy Story? Yes. The little green guys? I'm definitely doing the saucers. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, you will definitely love the saucers. And, you know, when they say brace yourself for out-of-this-world thrills, they actually do mean brace yourself because you may be jostled around a bit. It's all in great fun. And the saucers swirl about, and, of course, the claw hangs overhead. The claw. <laughs> and the ride height is 32 inches. So this is literally good for all kids, yeah, big and really, small. Really. And then finally, Toy Story Mania. Now, this is one of Disney's Hollywood Studios' most popular attractions. And it has a colorful new entrance. It's got a third track, which means even more guests are getting on the ride. And it's just, it's a family fave that I always say is a must do. 
Now, there are two merchandise locations. Of course, I'm always about the shopping. I know. And I'm here <laughs> with the hot ticket items. You want to grab the Buzz Lightyear bubble blower, the Alien Swirling Saucers <laughs> replica, so there's mini toys, and of course, the Slinky Dog headbands. Those are, that's my pick for a, pick for a hot slinky ticket. Slinky Dog headband? Yeah. It's, they're so cute. <laughs> I'm going to send Alex a picture for, for you to upload because they're okay. just adorable. And of course, now that I've made you excited for Toy Story Land, I'm going to tell you about two amazing promos for my friends at Air Canada Vacations to get you there. So first, with Air Canada Vacations, kids fly free. So when you book from now until July 15th, book a flight, an Orlando hotel, and a Walt Disney World theme park package your kids are going to fly free. You do have to pay the taxes. And uh, of course. Of course you do. But you can travel by February 28th, oh, 2019. Okay, yeah. Cool. So book now and then figure out when you're going down. And they also have an offer where you can save the equivalent of the tax on Florida packages. It's about $300 per family. And you need to book before July 30th, 2018. But you can also travel before February 28th, 2019. So two great options to get down to Toy Story Land for less via Air Canada Vacations. For more information on Toy Story Land, visit Disneyland.ca. And of course, to book your vacation, go to AirCanadaVacations.com. Can't believe you forgot your ears. I know. I did forget my ears. She'll be here with her headband next Uh, year. I mean, I'm telling you, she just, uh, so I'm amazed you even came back. <laughs> I didn't want to. I could have stayed at size, size of a toy forever. You really are a five-year-old at heart. <laughs> I really am. Thanks so much for joining us. Thanks as always for having me. What She Said with Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler will be right back. Still being picked on for being picky? Perfect. Meridian's good-to-grow high-interest savings account was made for you. At Meridian, we say be picky. Order that half-calf, half-sweet, no-foam latte with whip. Try on your whole closet until your outfit is outstanding. And accept nothing less than 3% interest for four months when you open your first good-to-grow high-interest savings account. Meridian, expecting more for your money. That's wealth esteem. Terms and conditions apply. Escape instantly with Kobo. Discover nearly 6 million ebooks and audiobooks on Kobo.com. Download the free Kobo app and start reading today. It's a world of stories in the palm of your hand. This is 1059 The Region. What she Now back to what she said with Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler. Well, the results are in, and Canadians are certifiably crazy for protein-packed bowls. Joining us now is HelloFresh Canada meal planner, Corby Sue Newman. Welcome to What She Said. Thank you so much, ladies. We love HelloFresh, and you've just learned that the turkey burrito bowl is the top-rated recipe of 2018 so far? Absolutely. Explain first what HelloFresh is for people who may not be familiar. We are a meal kit service, and when you say that, people look at you sometimes a little bit blank. We're still an incredibly new and dynamic category in food. Um, We like to call ourselves disruptors of traditional grocery uh, service. So we are a a great combination of well-thought-out, planned, tested recipes and groceries. So we've put the two together. We're sort of a love child. If you took a grocery shopping experience and you married it with a great recipe you found in a magazine and you had a personal chef come in and chop up some vegetables, we are that child. So I I use HelloFresh and There are certain things I I love about it. One is I I was just getting so bored with the what's for dinner question every every night. Like what's for dinner? It's like, I don't know. What are you cooking? So it's it's so neat because the way it works is that you go online and every week you can go order ahead and you can select from different meals. And there's different meal plans. First of all, you can be vegetarian on this. Pronto is good for two people. And then there's the family pack, which is good for four. But I I love the recipe cards that come. I now have a huge stack of recipe cards. And I've learned 
how to make meals that I probably would never have thought about making different ingredients, different herb combinations. So I save all these recipe cards and then I can go back to them. Use them again. Unuse them again. Yep. So so that's a, a bonus. But um, how, how do you, what do you find is so special about these bowls? They're on trend right now. They right. have been, I think, for the last year. Um, you know, it's, the truth is we, we listen to what customers are saying. Okay. And, um, our culinary team are an interesting mix of chefs, caterers, uh, teachers, former magazine editors. So we've all worked in food and the food language. When we look at a bowl, we think it speaks to a couple of things. Number one, it's convenient. Mm-hmm. Number two, there's a lot going on in there. It's really, uh, although it, there's a lot going on flavor-wise, it's super simple to put together. Mm-hmm. Um, Often it will include a ground meat, which we have found Canadians love. And I think what drew people to our product was the convenience. Mm -hmm. We've answered that question for you. What's for dinner tonight? Mm -hmm. Um, We've then made it really easy. We've put in a lot of flavor. Um, And I think there's something sort of quite plentiful about it. Each bite uh, can be packed full of different flavor combinations. And especially living in a world today where we talk intellectually about food and flavor (laughs) profiles, um, I think it answers all of the above. So you have the turkey burrito bowl. Yes. Now, what's in that? So we've got um, a beautiful minced turkey product, uh, uh, sourced locally, uh, tomatoes, fresh avocado. So even the way we source our avocado, we make sure that we bring them in when they are at a particular level of ripeness so that Mm -hmm. by the time you've received it and you use it, it'll be ready to go. Um, We have specialty spice blends, which our customers tell us weekly. They love that we're pushing the envelope. We're introducing Mm -hmm. them to new flavor profiles. Mm -hmm. Um, We've got bashmati rice and uh, fresh cilantro, some sour cream. And we do things with citrus where we try and use, you know, the whole fruit mm-hmm. um, or the whole vegetable. Now, you're only expected to have at home, I think, oil. You meant to have an oil that you would yes. like to use, yep. usually an olive oil. Otherwise, every single ingredient comes, or maybe salt and pepper. Salt, salt and, and pepper, pepper uh, butter and milk. That's Just things you'd have... Um, but sour cream comes, and yes. little containers, mm-hmm. everything comes. So the way it works, if you're not familiar, once you've gone online, like I talked about before, and you've ordered it, uh, you order three meals a week. You pick out of your out of the you selection. You can choose four now, actually, out of the four. out of the pronto, and the pronto you can actually get four people servings also. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, so wow. it's gone up. So the, then the family is. Um, thought, right now it is four options, and right. it's for four people. Mm-hmm. That will be expanding in the near future. Okay. Um, and look, the interesting thing about the pronto and the family, they're mm-hmm. just a little bit different yeah. when it comes to the flavor. So pronto, we, we try uh, perhaps flavors that uh, family members may not be as open to, mm-hmm. something like a spicy gochujang, you know, something that you'd find in a gorgeous um, Korean dish. It's not something we're likely to send in a family box. If something does really well in a pronto, um, we will consider putting it into it. the family yeah. box. Okay. So we, we have uh, basically a mantra where every box is an experience and we want for the to be something comfortable, something familiar, and something interesting. So the the so then the box with my four meals yes. arrives um, at my door. It's 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 chilled, it's in a great it container, sure everything's recyclable yep. in the container. And I open the bag and everything is there. All I have to do is prepare it. And I and I love on the recipe cards that it tells you how long the prep time is going to be. Yes. It's only usually nothing from start to finish is no more than 30 minutes. Absolutely. So I feel like I'm cooking. I know, well, I am cooking. You are. Um, I know that I, I can see all the ingredients are, are good um, and the food is there. Now, what if I have been away, not home to accept delivery and mm-hmm. the box just stays on my front porch? I'm often a little worried about that, but is so far so good with that? No one's been whipping off with, with the HelloFresh boxes? No. Oh, oh, that's a good question. <laughs> I have. I did see one viral video last year, but generally I think people don't. First of all, they're quite heavy. 
Yeah. So you'd have to true. be very committed to the cause. <laughs> yeah. Um, my, to be honest with you, my parents live in a condo here in mm-hmm. Toronto. My father's a former chef as well, 84 years young. Um, my stepmom is in her mid seventies and they love it. Mm-hmm. They have it delivered to their door. So you can actually select that option. Um, but I've heard of buildings where they've literally had to convert party rooms into uh, storage rooms for people who are choosing more and more um, to include a meal kit service in their weekly eating. The other wonderful thing about it, besides everything that's obvious, is that, you know, I've, I've just heard some really alarming surveys of the amount of food that we waste. And it's not mm-hmm. cooked food. It's mm, ingredients that we throw out of but, our yeah. fridge. Do you know the numbers? It's actually frightening. No, it's it's something like, so it's, it's in the billions and billions it of sure dollars. Is. And I think that it's something alarming. Like She, she knows the numbers. I know. Do you know ah! the numbers? Sadly, I do. Um, 47% of all food we produce here in North America, we do not eat. Mm-hmm. Half of that is stuff that we throw away. Well, that's because, why because I signed on, on because yeah, I, yeah. I would go shopping. Yeah. We wouldn't eat. Something would come up. I was throwing and people say, oh, well, that's expensive. It's like, well, it didn't turn out to be expensive because of the amount I wasn't throwing in the compost Absolutely. bin or the garbage because it yeah. had gone off. I mean, it, and, and I feel morally bad because mm-hmm. there are people who are looking, who need food. Yeah. Uh, and even in our city, even yeah. in, in the GTA. Absolutely. And so throwing out ingredients, I always feel like... So I don't think it is expensive. I think you're bu- you're getting exactly mm. what you need. Yes. You're eating it and you're not wasting. And it's the experience. Uh, I'll just go back to that gochujang. I don't think that's an ingredient most people have sitting at home. No. Say you read a mm-hmm. recipe in a magazine, you need a tablespoon. Are you running to the store to spend $6 to buy that? No, we're sending it to no, you. No, but you can try it. Try it. See if you like it. Exactly. Order it again. So that's one of the great benefits. And the other thing I like is that you can suspend it for a week if Absolutely. you're on holiday or, or if, you're, if you're doing something yep. else. Now, we are giving our listeners 50% off their first box. Uh, the discount code at checkout is she said 50 you got it? She said 50. I want 50 off. And we're also giving away one free family box. You can find the links on our social media pages at What She Said Talk. What's new? You're always working on new things. What's we are. Up? And so we learn every year. Um, we're only two years young here in Canada. Our industry, I think, is about eight years old. We spoke about packaging before. Mm-hmm. So now in the summer, um, we've borrowed from our Australian family in uh, the HelloFresh world, and we have now um, recyclable or compostable um, packaging that our meats or proteins sit in with extra ice. So we keep them. So we have a packaging team. um, We have a QA team. Everything's compostable, recyclable. And even the cooler plaques, you can just, they're biodegradable. Perfect. But you're also in the the chef mode. So Kate, just so you know, another favorite, the Carrizo Burrito Bowl. Have you had that? Chorizo, burrito bowl. Chorizo. I haven't. I haven't. There's I, the turkey. But I will. But now, now we Ooh. have to go because we have to. We have to eat this. And ground, <laughs> ground, ground. John will love this. Ground pork carnitas tacos. Absolutely. Excellent. Anything south of the border is very popular with Canadians, and we're happy to give it to them. Thank you, Corby Sue Newman, uh, for joining us today and telling us all about it. Remember the code. She said fifty. What She Said with Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler will be right back. Still being picked on for being picky? Perfect. Meridian's good-to-grow high-interest savings account was made for you. At Meridian, we say be picky. Order that half-calf, half-sweet, no-foam latte with whip. Try on your whole closet until your outfit is outstanding. And accept nothing less than 3% interest for four months when you open your first good-to-grow high-interest savings account. Meridian, expecting more for your money. That's wealth esteem. Terms and conditions apply. Escape instantly with Kobo. Discover nearly 6 million ebooks and audiobooks on Kobo.com. Download the free Kobo app and start reading today. It's a world of stories in the palm of your hand. This is 1059 The Region.
journey home passed like a stream and faded into a cloud of steam. Then in her eyes I saw a dream of a strong and healthy son. What you are listening to is Watcher on the Rock by Cadence, Canada's premier a cappella group. And in studio with us now, we have two out of the four members, Kurt Sampson, who's on bass and vocal percussion, and David Lane, who is responsible for baritone and bass. So welcome to What She Said. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks for having us. <laughs> You have been performing for almost 20 years. You've been nominated for numerous awards, including three nods from the Junos and 10 from the Contemporary Acapella Recording Awards. And now you have a brand new album called Home. Tell us about it. Well, we're super excited about this particular album because it's all Canadian content. It's all CanCon. So you'll hear artists from uh, David Clayton Thomas and Gordon Lightfoot to like Chaos and uh, Michael Bublé and and some originals as well on this album. So it's all Canadian content. Is recording a cappella harder than recording a song with instruments? Ooh, it's definitely different because we... um, we the way we record is one at a time and it's very um we want to get the the, it's so exposed right so we want to make sure we get a really good take every time um so it's harder to kind of i'd say it takes longer probably than than Mm -hmm. recording with instruments well what's it like to record one at a time when when you perform you would be together yeah so when we're recording a new song we do like to try to try to perform it together many times before we actually go in to record it so we have a sense of how each of us is feeling it um, and then we just kind of have to layer it on and sometimes what we actually do is we'll record all four of us together first and then go in individually and record along with that group recording so that we can get a good single recording if I that think makes that sense sounds really hard to record, <laughs> to record in a vacuum without the play yeah. effect, but takes quite quite a quite it a is talent a little tricky. Now you're headed to the China International Choral Festival in a few weeks. That's right. That sounds mm-hmm. awesome and you'll be back on August 15th and 19th at the Stratford Summer Music Festival. That's right. Mm-hmm. So if if people want to find you online, find your tour dates and find the music, where do they go to? They can visit us online. So our website is www.cadence-unplugged.com. Unplugged. Huh. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Unplugged.com. Acapella has seen such a rise in popularity over the last you know, few years. What do you think's going on? It's good for you. <laughs> it's, no, it's great for us. I mean, with with um, like the sing off. You know, NBC's the sing off with um, you know uh, TV shows like Glee uh, and groups like the Pentatonics. It's become more mm. mainstream than it ever has before. Uh, now, Cadence has been around since 1998. There's mm-hmm. been a few personnel changes over the years, but um, but this particular surge in acapella has been great for us. But it's also great to see that people are just enjoying singing together, making music together. Um, yeah. Okay, and you don't just sing, you kind of make musical instruments with your voice. That's called what, beatboxing? Uh, Well, beatboxing is specifically the sort of drum noises or any noises that a DJ might make, but the uh, instrument imitation that that we also do... uh, you know, trombone sounds and string we, sounds and okay. ele- electric guitar. Demo, like the electric guitar. And the trumpet. And flute, like. Things like that. Oh so my we. God. Yeah. How do you do that? Keep so going, that's. Not, that's <laughs> that would take me a year. How, to just, how do you do that? With a lot of practice. Like years, years of practicing and experimenting with our voices. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's the first thing you learned how to do? What can you teach us to do? Uh, well, the first thing I learned how to do actually is the beatboxing, which is how I end up getting into singing, kind of, and getting into this acapella thing. So uh, maybe we'll start out with a with the basic uh, bass drum, which sounds like this. Can everyone try that? <laughs> there you go. No. And listeners, you can try this too. Give it give it a try. Just uh, kind of make a B shape with your mouth and we're just going to... So that's the bass drum. And then we've got the, uh, the hi-hat, the cymbals, which are nice and easy. It's just like this. 
Yeah, there you go. I want to okay. hear you guys. You go, you go ahead. <laughs> I want to okay. see you guys we, do And we will. Shirt. Absolutely. Okay. We'll, okay. Give, we'll give you a little demo. All right. Um, okay. I think I, I think you guys just let me just sign off sure. because I think everybody's had enough of us <laughs> trying to do this. Um, so... What these boys can do with their voices really needs to be heard to be believed. So that is it for what she said today. We'll be back again tomorrow at noon right here on 105.9 The Region. And here they are beatboxing us out from Cadence, (laughs) David Lane and Kurt Sampson. Please take it away. All right. Hi, I'm Steve Yurko. And I'm Tara Sands. Now available from Maji Media is our new podcast, Four Kids Flashback. Four Kids is the company who brought you the English dub of Pokemon in the late 90s and so many other shows like Yu-Gi-Oh!, Shaman King, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Kirby, the infamous One Piece dub, and so many more. We'll be talking to the people who worked at 4Kids. Actors, directors, writers, editors, producers, engineers, you get the point. And hopefully get the answers to questions both you and I have about the company. I actually worked there as a voice actor on some of the shows. And I was a kid watching the shows and remember way more than Tara does. And thank God for that. Steve is actually a professional storyboard artist, which gives some really unique insights into anime and animation. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts. That's the number four kids flashback. It is your favorite girl. That's right. It's the Ali Mars, the one and the only. Everyone else just ain't me. I am the host of Welcome to Mars, a lifestyle podcast where nothing is off the table. I have come a long way from sex and dating and have transformed the new vibe to all things lifestyle. We still talk sex, but I'm more interested in the journey, where people have come from, how they made it, and where they're going. Subscribe or follow to a brand new look and a brand new era. Welcome to Mars. Subscribe or follow on Apple, Spotify, Google, or at theallymars.com. Because even with the new look, I'm still that same bitch you love to hate. Another Sound Off Media Company podcast.